iHeartRadio's getting you in the mood. Yeah, that mood. Binge Sex.Life, Season 2 now. Join sexologist Morgan Penn and Hayley Sproul for a 10-episode journey into the most intimate sides of New Zealand. Morgan's putting her body on the line to find out what's going on inside and outside of the bedroom in Aotearoa. Season 2 of Sex.Life is out now. All thanks to our friends at Wild Secrets. Use the promo code Sex.Life for a 20% discount at wildsecrets.co.nz. Welcome along to another episode of Trip Notes, a New Zealand Herald Travel podcast. It's brought to you by House of Travel, Better Together. And our special guest for this episode, radio star, a social media phenomenon, a TV star now too. Can you believe it? But before we introduce our special guest, uh, let's welcome New Zealand Herald Travel Deputy Editor, Stephanie Holmes. Hi, How's it Tim. Going? I'm good, thank you. Just left everyone hanging there as to uh, the Who name of our special guest. Yes, yeah. well, why don't you do the honours? Yeah. Well, we're very happy to have you here, Bree Thomasell from Celebrity Treasure Island and from ZM's um, Afternoon Show. Yes, that's yeah. correct. Thanks, guys, for having me. It's really great. Great to be here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's an action-packed episode because we're going to be talking about your, your TV show. Uh, the Travel Bug section will be about dealing with rainy holidays. We know there was a little bit of rain. I had my Fiji. fair share, guys. <laughs> yeah. I had my fair share. You handled it really well. You got that amazing jacket. So oh, that, yeah. my hair didn't handle it well. Um, the hair took most of the brunt of that, I think. But, you know, we got through it. Excellent. Yeah. And, and the destination of the week, a place there that we've all been and that you've been several times. We're not going to re- reveal what it is now. Stephanie knows I like to do the little tease. Mm. So how's this for a fun fact, one of the highest densities of spa complexes anywhere in the world. Dreamy. More than 1,200 spa complexes. <sighs> in just... I've been to all of them, actually. Have you? Yeah, I've been to every single one. <laughs> I, I've been to two, so I've got a bit of catching up to do. <laughs> a bit of catching up a little bit. Yeah, well, one spa complex for every, uh, what is it, 4.81 square kilometres. So that's an exciting fun fact. Wow. Um, over 5 million international visitors every single year. But okay. we'll, we'll do that. Later on, another cliffhanger. Yeah, I'm, I, <laughs> it's I, like Celeb I don't Treasure even Island. know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, we're um, well. I'm obsessed with Celeb tre- Treasure Island at the moment. I can't wait to find out who wins. But um, how? Are I'm you? not telling you guys. No, That's I not know. why you got me here on the podcast. Well, it kind of was. But, well, yeah, I'll <laughs> tell you guys, and then we'll bleep it out. Uh, okay. How about that? Good. <laughs> okay, right. good. And it is right. Yeah. <laughs> what was what was the filming experience like for you? Well, it was my first uh, TV gig ever. Which and, you would never tell. Like, oh, you're such a pro. I was absolutely packing it the whole time, to be <laughs> honest. But um, I was really excited to see, because obviously I've done radio for eight or nine years now, and I absolutely adore radio. It's uh, my baby. But to do TV was really exciting for me and get me outside my comfort zone. I didn't realise how much bloody work goes into TV. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of stop, start. And I mean, there's so many factors that go into filming a television show like mm. this. Obviously, the weather being a massive <laughs> one. And we were on such a tight schedule to film this um, show. There was a lot of episodes to get through. And we actually did not have one day off oh during filming. For how many days? We were there for just over three weeks. So it was it was hectic. So we you're not partying it up at the resort that's oh just no. around the corner? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, partying it up was getting uh, room service to my room at 11, 11 p.m. That was partying for me. But Wait, you mean you weren't sleeping on a camp bed in the jungle? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, we were definitely no. Um, we weren't. We were lucky enough to be at a at a hotel. Um, that was beautiful, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the celebrities definitely. Everyone always asked this. They were like, were they actually sleeping in the jungle, like with all that? I'm like, yes, they a hundred percent were. Have you seen Sam Wallace's forehead? It's <laughs> full of mozzie bites. No, that would just kill me. I, mosquitoes just love me. Like I am a built-in insect repellent for everybody else because they <laughs> come me straight too. to me. <laughs> and that was really hard for Phil because I got bitten on the face, oh, I was no. bitten on my hands. They were just like next level mosquitoes there. It was yeah. crazy. So how far away were you staying from where it was filmed? We were staying, it was about 15 minutes. Oh. We were really lucky because I actually spoke to Matt Chisholm, my co-host, who has filmed a couple of seasons of Survivor, mm. New Zealand Survivor. And he said, I mean, the last one they filmed was in Thailand and he reckons they had to get on a boat and then they had to drive and then there was an hour down this like cliffy road and I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. And that was all during, you know, before they started filming. So we were really lucky. It was actually on an um, organic ginger plantation okay. in Fiji and um, it was beautiful. Like it was just picturesque. I've never seen, I mean, I'm from Australia and our beaches are beautiful, but... There's nothing like a super tropical beach like they have yeah. in Fiji. Had you been to Fiji before um, the show? I've been to the airport. Okay. <laughs> um, but never to Fiji. So I was just super excited to even just get to see. Yeah. I mean, we didn't get to see that much because we were so busy. But um, the parts we did see were amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you could handle it as one of the team members? Like if you were having to be sleeping in the jungle and doing all the challenges? Steph, I'd love to give it a go. You would? I'm a country girl. <laughs> My dad is an apple uh, farmer. He, we li I lived on an apple orchard until I was 16. So I'm a rough and tumble country girl <laughs> and I am competitive. They would they would need to look out if I was on that show. Yeah. I was upset. My wife was like, oh, you'd be useless on the show. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, th I thought I'd, I'd be... I could make a fire. I thought it'd be kind of handy, but... but the snoring, if you're a snorer, does oh. it mean that all your teammates hate you and then they want Probably. you off the island in a hurry? Because they're pretty close together, aren't they're they? They're quite close together. Yeah. And maybe that's why the boys got put on one side yeah. of the camp and the girls got put on the other side. I don't know. But um, I'll call him out here. Gary Freeman, what a snorer. <laughs> really? Oh, the girls were so over it by then. They're like, shut up, Gary. <laughs> and, and what about when people left? Did they have to go back to New Zealand? Because I hoped that once you're done on Celebrity Treasure Island, you at least get a holiday in Fiji. Some people, I think, I know for a fact uh, there was a few people who stayed uh, for a little bit, um, but most people were flying home the next day economy. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess you've all got such busy schedules. It's not like, yeah. you know, you're just having a holiday and you can chill well, out. Well, most like, people had to go back to work. Yeah. But I know, and this is like definitely behind the scenes, keep it between us and the podcast, um, <laughs> some people actually didn't even contact anyone when they got eliminated okay. because they wanted a few extra days off. <laughs> well, also, you're, you're not, you don't want the cat out of the bag that you're yeah, going exactly. to really, so. Exactly right. Yeah. Which yeah. It, That's so hard to do these days with reality shows as well that obviously aren't, you know, straight to air. And I think that's why it was such a quick turnaround with this show because there's obviously so many people that could let the yeah. cat out of the bag. Yeah. And so they're like, just get it onto the TV. So that, you know. Because New Zealand's so small as well, right? Exactly so you're right. bound to see one of these people walking around Auckland. So you, exactly. Yeah, you so they, they were worried about that, which is why, yeah, it's got to TV so quickly, I yeah. think. Imagine keeping that secret that you're the winner. I mean, like coming yeah. home and then not telling any, everyone that you're the winner. You have to tell someone, wouldn't you? Yeah, everyone tells one know. person. Yeah. But then what if that person... They tell one person and that's yeah. how it gets out. Who surprised you the most out of the contestants? It was interesting. There was a lot of people, I think, 
that hit their peak at different times. Mm. Like, I mean, Eric Murray, he is just, I mean, he's an absolute force to be reckoned with in terms of the physical challenges. He's yeah. just a natural born athlete. And it's I mean, you so have competitive. to be if you're winning Olympic games and you're going to, you know, however many Olympics, but he was just, yeah, so naturally athletic. Um, and just, I thought I was competitive. Oh my God, get out of that man's way. Yeah. Because <laughs> he will step over whoever to win. Like, yeah. it's just crazy. Um, and other people, I mean, Gary Freeman, I'm a massive rugby league fan because I'm from Queensland. Um and my dad actually, because he was like, who's on the show? And he's like, oh, The Wiz. <laughs> I love The Wiz back in the 80s. And, you know, when he obviously played for the Kiwis and stuff. So, and I mean, he, he's what, in his 50s? He's still got it. Yeah. He's still athletic. He yeah. always had the socks down. That's what he was known for when he played. Was the, it? The, he, he was the rebel who refused to pull his socks up when he played. So <laughs> right. you'll see him on the field because the socks were right down. Wow. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean... There's so many strong females on the show mm. and I think that really comes out probably later in the series more so. Um, and they're a force to be reckoned with. So many though. Yeah. There's so many strong females who are really just ready to get in there and give it a go. Yeah. Um, I heard some interesting stories from Shane Cameron off mic. Because they're <laughs> always mic'd. Yeah. So they're, they're, well, they're mic'd from... 6.30 in the morning till I think about 9 o'clock at night. Oh, wow. And there's always people in the bushes who, uh, I get, you call them story producers, <laughs> listening to them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you wouldn't believe what Shane Cameron said about Mike Tyson and like <laughs> stuff like that. Like he's got some stories, Amazing. that guy, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of interesting stuff happening on the island. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just going back to you gr growing up in Queensland, yeah. tell us a bit about that. Like obviously Queensland's such a popular holiday destination for Kiwis, but yeah. what's it like when you grow up there? It was weird. Like, I never realised that my childhood wasn't the norm yeah. when I was growing up, but I had the best childhood. Like, we were outside all the time. We, we would holiday on the Sunshine Coast. Mm -hmm. That was all Burley Heads on the Gold Coast, which Beautiful. is now booming. That yeah. place is so mm -hmm. popular these days. But the Sunshine Coast was our main um, uh, holiday spot. And I just love that place so much. It's got just something about it that a lot of places don't have, like Noosa and Hastings Street. And we actually, my parents own a batch at uh, a little place called uh, Markula, which is near Malulaba. There's yeah. so many oh, interesting yeah. names. <laughs> um, and it's just one of the most beautiful places in the world. And it just feels like home to me. Yeah. How and far from the orchard was the Sunshine Coast? That was quite far. Yeah. It was about four and a half hours. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Whereas the Gold Coast was about two and a half. Okay. So, but I don't know why we chose to holiday on the Sunshine Coast. Probably because I mean, it was beautiful. so beautiful. Yeah. 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 So it wasn't too far, but yeah, we used to get there quite a lot when we were kids and loved it. Yeah. And then when you moved to New Zealand, what, what were your thoughts about New Zealand? How have you found living here? Well, I moved here at the start of last year and um, we had a really good winter last year or what I've heard. And it by good, I mean, it wasn't not freezing. Horrendous. Yeah. yeah, not horrendous. <laughs> um, I find Auckland quite... Um, Stanthorpe, where I'm, where I grew up, is actually the coldest place in Queensland. Okay, we get like minus fives and minus sixes, which people are like in Queensland. I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's crazy because we're uh, so high above sea level. Right. Um. So when I got here, I was like, oh, it's not that cold, and I still don't find I find Auckland quite nice. Mm. 
Yeah, but Just a bit I mean, rainy. I'm sorry about the rain. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let's talk about the last month, some generic <laughs> weather chat, which I love. Um, they said that apparently it nearly rained every day in August. Yeah. Nearly every day. Yeah. But it doesn't rain all day, so I, I know. Mean, Just almost. Yeah. yeah. But, but we're, we're through it. We're through it. Yes. So we're, we're well, let's on the back end yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. Have you travelled around New Zealand much? I've actually been so lucky. I've got to do quite a lot of travel around New Zealand already, and my family. We actually. It was about probably three or four years ago. I said to my mum, I was like, I really want to go to Queenstown. That's mm. somewhere that's on my bucket list to do. And we actually did a family trip to Queenstown all together. Yeah, about four years ago. And then we loved it so much. We did it again the next year. Um, so I'd been to Queenstown quite a few times. I've been to Invercargill. I've been to Hokitika. I've been to uh, Greymouth, Christchurch, Todonga, Vanaki. Uh, <laughs> Wellington, um, going to the Coromandel this weekend. Right. I love, I love seeing um, this country. It yeah. is so beautiful and so differently beautiful to Australia, and that's what I love about. That's it. cool that you went with your mum. Like your your mum's such a character. Oh yeah. God! The, I was I was listening to you not long ago, and you, or maybe you've done it many times. I've only heard it once, but but you ring your mum and you tell her that a friend of yours has won won the lottery. <laughs> my childhood friend who still lives where she lives in the small town I'm like mum you wouldn't believe it Katie Drage has won the 40 mil <laughs> and my mum loses it and she's like no way <laughs> she's so happy for her and I'm like nah just joking but, but then the time I heard was that it was like the follow up he's like no this time she's really won she's, she's like, like no. shut up Brianna I'm not falling for it again <laughs> nah she's amazing to travel with and she loves travel so much and yeah. she just because she's lived in San Thorpe her whole life, which is 10,000 people, small place. Anytime she's outside of Stanthorpe, she's like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> and she just loves it. So oh, she's so a really nice. fun person to travel yeah. with. Yeah. Um, and you travelled to the Philippines by yourself recently. I did. A few months ago. Yes, yeah. about four months ago yeah. now, four or five months ago. Oh, my God. That was terrifying. <laughs> that was the first time you travelled by yourself? Yes. Yeah. So never travelled. I'd always wanted to do it. And you know when you're here, and I'm sure you guys have friends and you guys might have done it before and all the more power to you. You know when you hear someone and they're like, I'm going on a 12-month trip by myself just with this backpack. And I'm like, that's amazing. I could never do that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just terrifying to me because um, being in a different country is quite um, overwhelming sometimes, mm. especially in a country where you don't speak the same language as the locals. But I thought, you know what? I'm at the age. I'm going to do it only for 10 days. But I still did it. <laughs> I still did it by yeah. myself. Yeah. Wow. Did you enjoy it? I did. Being by yourself? I did. When I first got there, I hated it. And I was like, this is so like scary and I don't really know what to do. And then I finally built up the courage where I just went out and met people. And I mean, there's quite a lot of people who are traveling by themselves yeah. and it's really cool to connect with people um, like in that setting, like where you normally wouldn't, you know, meet people like that. And there was one experience that happened, which was probably one of the most amazing travel experiences I've ever had. Cause I had a friend, her name's Dania and she'd actually just been, I went to El Nido, which mm -hmm. is quite a small it's probably the most undeveloped place I'd ever been um, traveling to, um, which I didn't know that until I got there. And she'd just been there two weeks prior. Um, and she said to me, she's like, you need to do this thing. There's this mountain where you need to meet one of the local guys, one of the local young guys. And what they do is they pick you up at four in the morning and they drive you to this place. And then you walk through this village and you climb this mountain at four in the morning. 
I was like, that sounds terrifying. And she was with two big burly friends of hers, two big men. And I was like, I'm by myself. She's like, no, I'll give you the number of the guy we used. Yeah. Anyway, so she gave me the number of this local guy and I got this like um, terrible local SIM card just so I could call this guy. And I called him. He could barely speak English. And he goes, yep, be ready at 4.30 um, and I'll pick you up. Anyway, so I got on um, a scooter at my hotel on 4.30 in the morning and I was like, this is crazy. I don't know why I'm doing this. And I met this guy on the main road and he had, um, in the Philippines, it's really common. They have a motorbike and then they attach like a dodgy sidecar to the motorbike (laughs) and everyone drives those around. That's what they call a taxi. Anyway, he had one of those. He's like, hop in. So I hopped in and we drove down into this like super secluded part. And I was like, I'm going to die here. This is where I'm going to die. Like it was pitch black. I was with this random guy. Anyway, he has this tiny little torch and we start walking through all this like little villages where there's chickens and there's people who are like up in the morning making rice and like whatever else. And I was like, sorry, sorry. Like we're walking through. It's so dark. And it turns on this torch and we start walking up these wood stairs that have holes in them. And like, it's so dangerous. And we start this climb and no joke, if it wasn't pitch black, I don't think I would have done it. It was a climb that here in New Zealand, they, they would never do it. Yeah. You would just never do it. It was literally like sharp rocks where you should, I should have had a harness on. Like if you look down, if you fall, you're dead. Yeah. Like it was just out of control. And because it was dark, I think I was like, just keep climbing. <laughs> just don't look down. And you didn't know how far you had to go, so it was fine. Exactly right. <laughs> two and a half hours oh later, goodness. a two and a half hour climb, and he goes... We're finally at the top and the sun was just rising over the bay at El Nido and it was just one of the most picturesque, amazing feelings. Like just feeling like I'll never get to do something like that again. And it was incredible. Didn't get hurt until on the way down where I slipped and scraped my leg really badly. Um, (laughs) But it was worth it. It was so worth it. It was was incredible. Yeah. 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 How about anywhere else in the world that you've travelled other than New Zealand, Australia and, and Philippines, Fiji? Fiji, I, one of my, I think, and I really want to go back to this place and it was one of my favourite destinations I've been to was Vietnam. Mm. Absolutely adored that country. I haven't been there yet. I need it, to get there. Oh, it is so good. And the thing I loved about it, because I've been to Thailand as well, which I loved and it was great. Vietnam is like the less touristy version of Thailand. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like hasn't been touched as much um, in that sense. Um, Whereabouts did you go? I went to Ho Chi Minh, yep. Hanoi and Hoi An. Did you get which, the clothes made in Hoi An? Yes. And have you been there? Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. It's amazing. And there's such amazing tailors. And everyone knows if you've been to Vietnam, that's the place to yeah. get the clothes made. It's incredible. Yeah. Ha Long Bay, amazing. And I wish I, I want to go back and do stuff which isn't probably so much on the tourist map. Yeah. Mm. Because um, I think it would be a really cool place to explore and so cheap. Yeah. The food is so cheap. And Vietnamese food is my favourite food. So that's probably so why good. I liked it so also, much. Also, the greatest water park in the world. <laughs> Where? Is, um, Tim loves the water park. <laughs> it's in uh, we we I was there like 10 years ago we'd had this amazing uh, amazing trip doing a lot of serious stuff you know yes. and um, and then we had one free day and I'd heard about this brand new That's water park That's what we're doing. And you you had to catch the gondola from Na Trang to an island and yep. and it was like the equivalent of about $15 to enter 
and there was no one there, and it was probably the greatest day of my life. Amazing. <laughs> Apart from when you got married and Apart your baby was yeah, born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, that doesn't sound like what wet and wild is like on the Gold Coast. Yeah. It sounds very different. Yeah. It, was, uh, yeah, it was sensational. Now, we, we've sort of covered off the travel bugs part, you know, when, when it rains on your holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a little I don't bit, know if you, yeah. Well, but, um, how, shockers. Well, uh, I had a rainy time in Fiji on holiday once, and it was... I don't know. We what were did in, you do? Well, that's the thing because we were in a resort and it was me and a friend and but we were in a resort that was full of couples and families. And oh, so no. Just me and my friend just sat there going, okay, what do we do now? Read a lot of books, got a lot of sleep. So it, was, it wasn't all bad, but yeah. Booze. There may have been a cocktail <laughs> or two. Say, that's yeah, that's where I'd be hitting the bar. That's where I'd be going, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and then I think when I went to uh, Boston and Chicago, doing a trip from Boston to Chicago, spent a few days in each. And um, it was early November, so it's going to be cold anyway, but there oh, was like an be early unseasonal snow storm. Oh, really? <laughs> and so by the time we got to Chicago, it was like minus three, but because it's got that massive lake and so the wind chill, it was like minus 11. I've never oh, been so cold in God. all my life. But I just kind of layered up and got on with it. Like we did a walking tour and a bike tour. Wait, you did a walking <laughs> yeah. and a bike tour in, in minus that 11, yeah. Good for you. There was a point when I was riding my bike where I couldn't, I didn't know if I had hands anymore. Like I literally <laughs> couldn't feel my hands anymore. But yeah, I, yeah, I think... You have to not let the weather ruin your trip, which is hard if you've kind of been saving up your money and you've only got a bit of holiday. Yeah. And then... I think I think one of the problems that a lot of people fall into is that you see the cheap flights to the tropics and then you don't realise that so often the cheap flights are because it's the monsoon season. Mm, yes. And then you wonder why it, you know, it, it rains on your holiday. But yeah. it's, yeah. I, you would have spent some time the Whit Sundays, I assume? Yes, I love the Whit Sundays. I mean, if you have not been to Whitehaven Beach. I have. Oh, did you Stunning. love it? Yeah, it was That's so incredible, beautiful. Yeah. that place. Yeah. yeah. I, I was there when they were having their record-breaking rain and, and there was oh, six, no. 16 days of rain, of torrential rain, 11 days where it literally did not stop. Oh. And and everyone went crazy and it was a club med that was leaking, and so the, the <laughs> and, which is now closed. And, right. <laughs> but there, were, there was a stalactite stalactite on, on the balcony of, of some of the rooms because there was just so much consistent rain but yeah you just you just go crazy and then when the rain clears it's fine but a, a lot of those places unfortunately they, they just suffered at the hands of um, of too many cyclones yeah. cards cards take, yeah. A, take a pack of cards and with treasure island it kind of just added to the drama and the intensity of the challenges when they were doing the one where they had to swim out and it was raining oh, it was all very dramatic god it, if it was if it wasn't torrential rain it was extreme humidity and heat so i didn't know which i'd rather i was like <laughs> i don't know which one to pick here but there was an episode that's already gone to air where it was probably the worst day that we had with rain and I remember I had like a little um, scarf around my neck and I had a full rain jacket on and uh, I was just wet from my rain jacket through to my shirt, just everything. And I've like taken my rain jacket off and my red scarf had just ran oh, all no. through my white shirt. <laughs> and I was like, oh, television, they said. It'd be glamorous, they said. But it was fine. Yeah. In some resorts, it's always about the bar games too. As soon as it rains, then there's the bar games. But there's only so long you can put up with Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Days of, days of bar games. Uh, let's do our destination of the week. Okay. So uh, 5 million international tourists a year and steadily rising and as i mentioned the spa spa complex is more than 1200 
in Bali. Yeah, yeah beautiful I Bali. Love it. What I, did you think? Steph? Well, I have to confess, I went there last year, and before I went, I was kind of I wasn't sure whether I was going to like it because that's no, good to be like that when and, you're going to a travel yeah, destination. Yeah, and no it? offense, I just heard that there was a lot of Australians. That's true. There, and maybe not the best kind of Australians there. But when I got there, I was so <laughs> surprised, pleasantly surprised. They call it was bogan, yeah. Yeah. you can say it. That's I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm. It was just so beautiful, and there's like obviously different areas you can go to. There are areas that are quite touristy and quite overrun these days. But yes. you know, I, there are other places that you can go to and get away from it all. And you, you've been tang singlet. I did not get a bintang oh, singlet. What no. are you doing? Then? I you know. didn't really go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I. I went to a surf and yoga retreat, which was amazing. Oh, cool. Yeah. A lot of people are doing They're super popular in Bali yeah. at the moment, aren't they? What did you think? I loved it. Yeah. yeah. And that, they gave us uh, a daily spa treatment, which was nice. The hardest bit of that holiday was deciding which spa treatment you wanted. Sounds horrific. I know. It, it was it? stressful, yeah. <laughs> so, and you said you've been, what, how many times? Oh, uh, I've been twice. Yeah. Okay. So, so look, you're interviewing us. Yeah. 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 I love hearing about other people's experiences. <laughs> this is what it's about. Yeah, well, well let, let's get some of yours. So so what do you love about Bali? Are there, like if someone's listening to this podcast going, I've mm-hmm. never been and I just want to know what's awesome and maybe a recommendation, is there anything that springs to mind about what you love about it? I think in the last couple of years, the thing that, because I've went to Bali years and years ago and obviously you know Aussies love to go to Bali um and it's so cheap and easy from Australia which is awesome and I think Kiwis are just starting and we talked about this before um off the podcast um Kiwis are just starting to kind of get that Bali bug yeah probably shouldn't no shouldn't say that (laughs) shouldn't say that no bugs no no bugs all bellies no yeah yeah not that kind of bug but they're just starting to be like oh Bali is a uh, possible destination yeah. for us like it's it's so cheap the thing in the last couple of years i think is the food for me yeah there's so many amazing businesses and places that are popping up in bali and i mean yes they're mainly owned by australians <laughs> um but it's incredible food and i think when i first went to bali it didn't have that appeal which i love food i'm a massive foodie me too um and i think there's so many different things you can get in bali now it's really great um, for vegans and vegetarians as well. There's yes. so many options. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I think the yoga and yeah. all that kind of those retreats do so well is because there's so many options for people like that. But um, I love going to all the different places, um, in, especially in like Seminyak's probably my favourite. There's a lot of places around there which I really love. But like my favourite place in Bali, which is a bit off, it's it's starting to get more popular now, but Changu, mm. I, love, I love that place just because it's a little bit more... Um, I think not as touristy. As so what's it like? Why should someone go there, do you think? I think because you get probably a sense of more the real Bali. And if you really just want to like kind of live the Bali vibe, that's where you're probably going to get the real kind of experience because Seminac's just all bloody Australians. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas like there's a lot more locals and it's a little bit um, not as fast paced, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I really love and you can kind of, slow down and just kind of really take it in. And I mean, a lot of people are going to Ubud. I mean, everyone says it differently. Um, I went there. I've been there a few times. Yeah. Um, I loved it there. And it's really cool yeah. too. All, all the rice paddies yeah. and just yeah. riding the bike around there. And, oh, yeah. We met a guy. What was his name? I think he called himself. 
His Balinese name was something, but I think his like English name, he called himself Frank. <laughs> and we met this guy and we were actually trying, it was me and a friend and we were off the beaten track and we were trying to find um, this walk that you can do. Um, and this guy came over to us. He's like, I, sh- I want to show you Bali. Like, let me show you tomorrow. You pay me this money and I'll take you to all the best places. And he was so passionate and he was so lovely. And we were like, all right, should we trust this guy? And we ended up being like, okay, fine, we'll trust this guy. And it ended up being one of the best days we had in Bali. And he took us to the rice fields and he took us to, um, you know, what – where what's the coffee called where oh, yes. oh, the, have yeah. you guys um, been the civet, there the civet coffee and, yes. and it comes out the the anus of the uh, <laughs> the, the animal what uh, is it the cat-like creature yes. yeah 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 it sounds gross but yeah. i mean did, did you try the gross. coffee yeah yeah and it, was, it was disgusting um <laughs> no, i mean it tasted like coffee like yeah. it didn't really taste like yeah. anything else but then they, we tried all these other different things and it was just a cool experience. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I found the Balinese people were just so welcoming and hospitable and oh, just so friendly. Yeah. yeah. Just really great place to get yeah. talking to locals. And Did either of you get to go to the beach clubs? Uh, I went oh, to like one. Potato yeah. Head and potato Kudita. head and fins. Oh, I didn't go there. I went to um, Como, which is a hotel in Changu, and they've got a beach club there. It's, yeah. Was it good? Yeah. Oh, I've beautiful. heard of that place. Yeah. yeah, apparently that's awesome. It's a really lovely luxury hotel as well. Yeah, so. yeah, I have heard. Yeah. Apparently that place is amazing. And you guys, obviously, you would have went to Mexico, Mexicola and all those places. I didn't. No, because I was there doing the yoga surf thing. Of course, so yeah. I didn't do much cocktail drinking or bintang like, well, drinking. You need to go back and do yeah. that version yeah. of Bali. Because well, what's your feeling? Because in Bali, I've done done it where you've got the, the lovely private villa where you've got your own pool behind a high fence. Which yes. is a really affordable and, option. Super and, affordable. And like it's amazing and you walk in you're like oh this is so cool and then you realize that there's no there's no one there there's no vibe and, and that's obviously what some people want yeah but then after a little while i was like oh I, I kind of like some people like people watching is fun <laughs> yes you know so you you can have the have that private villa or you you have the big pool with everyone there and i, I think i actually kind of like the big pool i think i do too unless tim unless you've got a big group of people oh, yeah. yeah. if you've got eight or nine ten people and then you hire a big place out oh that is the yeah. way to go in Bali. Yeah. yeah. And you can do a bit of both. You can yeah. have a few days in a hotel, a few days in a villa. Yeah, like, true. Yeah, you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. yeah. So yes. where's where's next for you, do you think? Oh, God. I'm, I've actually got a really short amount of time off um, coming up in the next like three, four weeks. And I'd really like to go to Samoa. Oh, um, amazing. I've heard it's like... You know, kind of. A you're, wait, you're not sick of like tropical islands. You, you well, want to go? I and... would be, Steph, but no, I want to go back and actually have a holiday. Yeah, where I get to see yeah, some true. of the places yeah. or Sri Lanka. I really want to go. Oh, Sri Lanka's We've amazing. Both yeah. being, yeah. is it definitely yeah. worth it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. There's, it's the been food in... there. If you like the food in Bali, lo- yeah, oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Have you guys seen that? Was it Sri Lanka that's been in the news recently where? Instagrammers and influencers have been in trouble because they've been taking those uh, photos on the train. The oh, iconic yeah. train oh, in yeah. Sri Lanka. The, the dangerous where you there's, hang out the There's window. an yes. amazing train journey there. Yeah. That, and it goes around this beautiful arched bridge. But yeah, a lot of people lean out of the train and take photos. And, and they take photos. And there was the there was a photo that went viral a little while ago of a boyfriend and girlfriend. And she's leaning out the back of the train. And he's kind of holding her and they're kissing. And they 
copped heaps of um, flack for it because they were like, that's so dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they, they could have died. But yeah. um, I mean, Sri Lanka is amazing that, yeah, small island, I mean, relatively small. Yeah. And, and you can be on safari in like a jungle and seeing leopards. See, that's and for elephants. me. Want to go. Yeah. You've sold me already. And then, <laughs> and then you've got the beaches and then yeah. you know, lovely people. And like, I love India. India is such an adventure. Um, but Sri Lanka genuinely is like an, an easier, mm. less frantic. Maybe a good India. lead into yeah. India. And I think if you that's, want to like going first. back to Bali, I think that's a good thing about Bali. So if you haven't travelled in Southeast Asia, I feel like Bali is a good starter for it that is. because it there is such a expat community beginners, of beginners Australians level. and Kiwis. Yeah. So yeah, it's mm. it's different, but it's familiar. So yeah, I think that's a that's good place so true, to start, and then you can kind of venture further. We're, we're out of time. No, like, well, is that we, it? We could, we could just keep talking and talking. thought we well, only just got started. Well, now we can turn the mics off and break and tell us who wins. But, okay, cool. Yeah. We'll do that now. Yeah. But, um, but thank you so much for joining us yeah, on the thank podcast. Thank you. It's been such a treat to talk to you. Oh, anytime I can talk about travel, um, I'll be there for sure. I yeah. love right. it. Thanks thank for having you. me, guys. And the weather will get better. Yeah. I, I always feel bad when Australians are in New Zealand and it's raining. So it I'll come get see better. you if it yeah. doesn't. I'm yeah. going to hold you That's accountable. <laughs> And to see video from our podcasts and catch up on any episodes you may have missed, go to nzherald.co.nz forward slash trip notes or check out Facebook and Instagram. That's at NZH Travel. And if you've been inspired by our destination of the week and you'd like to find out more about creating your own sensational Bali experience, talk to the team at your local house of travel store. From luxury villa stays to the most incredible resorts and everything in between, with their insider tips and recommendations, they'll make your Bali escape better together. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If she thinks, man, I've had a shit Mother's Day, it's not on me, okay? You're not my mum. That's the kids. The kids should have been best behaviour, and they chose not to, okay? Yeah. They chose to give you crappy presents. They chose to complain <laughs> at the nice breakfast we made. I'm just there, I'm helping, yeah. but it's, sorry, mate. The Parenting Hangover with Clint and Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.